Hello, and welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell stories and learn from listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Share Chair Podcast at Fruitport High School. I'm hosting today at Mr. Kobalak, and today I have a senior with us, Prisha Chaudhry, and I'm excited to talk to Prisha. So say hello. Hi. Well, Prisha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, my name is Prisha. I'm a senior, and I go to Fruitport High School, and I'm super close to my family. I have a lot of, not a lot of, but like I have some friends here. So, uh, and you're a senior? Yes. I'm and senior. what, how senior you're going? It's going great, actually, better than I hoped it would. Oh, t- tell me more, like what's great about senior year? Um, my classes, obviously, they're easier because I have more electives this year, and I like all my teachers, and I have a lot of friends in my class, so that's nice. <laughs> Good. What what electives do you like the most? Um, I have woodshop, my woodshop class with Mr. Grimm. That's going great. I know I couldn't even like hold a hammer before that class so, like that's so good to hear me. so you you learned industrial arts and woodshop class is this your first time taking the class yeah nice what's the biggest what's like uh, something impressive you've done besides hold a hammer <laughs> <laughs> i cut wood with like um miter saw yeah, okay. I don't even know what it was. And have you built something that's... Yeah, like I built a wall shelf. It's in the cafeteria. It's oh. like in here now. Nice. Like, uh, it's on display in the cafeteria. Yes. Do you get to keep it at the end of the class? Yes, we do. Oh, I made yeah. it for my grandpa. So. Ah, well, mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk more. Mm-hmm. You brought up your family. You brought up your grandpa. And I really uh, want to dive into that. So I'm really glad you... I mean, we talk in the hallway and you, you kind of brought up the podcast. Or did I ask you to be on the podcast? You asked me. I asked you. I thought you have just a, such a unique story. And thanks for agreeing uh, to be on it. So, well, tell me about your family and maybe your heritage. Yes. So I'm from India. Um, I was born there. I lived there till I was 11, and then I moved here. And my family, I have my mom, my dad, my sister, my grandpa, but I'm like super close to my cousins and uncles and everyone. So So you moved in 11 from India. When I was 11. And you moved to Michigan? No, I moved to New York when I was 11. I moved here three years ago. And was that like New York City or someplace else in New York Queens. State? Queens. So right it was like Queens. a neighborhood. Yeah, right in Queens. Yeah. Uh, and then you went from Queens, New York <laughs> to Fruitport, Michigan. Yes. Wow, what a journey. <laughs> and such differences. Yeah. What, what do you remember about New York? Like, did you, like, what, what, was it good? Was it a bad experience? It was, at first, it was really nice. Like, I, we had a lot of friends there. We didn't have a lot of family there. That was the, one of the reasons we moved here. But um, it was really nice. The first couple of years, it was pretty nice. But it's like a city, so like it's really busy and all the time on the go. It just it wasn't that fun. <laughs> and like it was too busy and too much. So yeah. You, you like it better now living in Michigan? Yes, I do. Okay. And you said something about that's the reason why, but I didn't catch that. Was it? Did you say family or friends? You said family. So in Michigan, in Muskegon, we have a lot of family. My all of my uncles are here. But in New York, we didn't have a lot of family. We just had like my dad's, some of my dad's friends. So that was one of the reasons. We moved Is it here, worth yes. explaining why you moved? Was it to be with by your uncles? Was it so your family had a job opportunities or? Yeah. So my um, my dad and my one of my uncles, they're opening a shop here, and but they need like a partnership um, to open it. So we moved here for that. But like it was 
we all wanted to move here. So, so a business opportunity yeah. and that. So, what uh, is, is it? Uh, you don't have to answer the question, but mm-hmm. what? What do you mean a shop? Like a store, uh, a factory? What is? Yeah, like a, a restaurant. A restaurant. Yeah. Oh, it's, really? It's in um, Curry Kitchen. It's in. Wait, downtown. the Curry Kitchen's your family? Uh, yeah. That's right in in the city of Muskegon. Yeah, downtown. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sorry that I didn't put that together when I had you in <laughs> class. So, do you ever work there? Or? No, no, no. My my dad sometimes my dad works there, but it's mostly my uncle. And has the has the business been successful? Yes, I I don't really talk about it with my dad, which is bad. That's but like, fine. I'm just curious. Yeah, I think it's good. I mean, the store's still open, and there's still customers yeah. coming, and yeah, yeah so no. that's great. Well. uh yeah, well, tell me a little bit about what you remember from India. Like, what was life back when you were, you know, six, seven, eight, nine years mm-hmm. old and living in India? Especially, want to compare it to what it's like in living in Fruitport, Michigan. Yes. Um, well, to Fruitport, we didn't live in a like a big city uh, in India, uh, but like. I, I, from mostly what I remember in India is my grandpa. Like, I grew up with him. My parents moved here when I was um, seven, but they couldn't, like, bring me because, like, some papers, immigrations or something. Oh, else. so you were separated from your parents for years. Yeah. lived with grandpa. Yeah, so I basically grew up with my grandpa. And he was just, like, the most fun person because he wasn't, he wasn't like a grandpa. He was just, like, a kid. He was just with me all the time and it was... It was nice. It was really nice. Tell me more about your grandpa. Yeah, he's he's honestly he's like not even he's not like ser- like when I wasn't when I wasn't born like people tell me that he was like super serious. He never used to laugh or anything. He wasn't like a fun person. And then I was born and he just like turned into a kid. He's he's always with me. I talked to I talked to him on the phone because he's in India right now. So I talked to him on the phone every day before school, and he wakes he goes to sleep later. Uh, and I wake up earlier because of the time difference to just like talk to each other. I sit in the parking lot every day and talk to him. So every day before school, you're <laughs> in the parking lot at Fruitport School talking to your grandpa on the other side of the world. Yes. And you talk for what, 10 or 15 minutes? Yeah, you like talk 15 for, minutes. Oh, wow. What, uh, what language are you talking? Hindi. Hindi. That's your first language? Yes, that's my first language. And how, when did you and how did you learn English? Well, um, when they teach english in india but they teach british english so it is kind of like different but um i became more fluent well i'm not fluent still but like i I started learning it like more seriously when i knew that i had to move here like when i was like 10 or something then i started like getting more wait you don't you don't think you're fluent in english i I mean you're talking very fluently (laughs) to me i'm not sure what the definition of but you seem to be able to converse yeah i just say something different like for american english i just say something's different like lift instead of elevators or something like that yeah (laughs) <laughs> we probably could do a whole podcast of fun examples of, <laughs> yeah. of different British and uh, what uh, hmm what uh, when you, uh, I like to use this as an example mm-hmm. if you really know the language when you have dreams do you dream in Hindi or do you dream in English well now I dream in English but like sometimes it's, it's all mixed up sometimes I just say words in Hindi and it's just yeah. a mess Does, what, what language do you speak at home um, m- well, with my cousin, well, with most of the people I speak in English, mm-hmm. but then my mom ye- le- yells at me and then I switch to Hindi. 
to like not forget it. So both languages are used at home? Yes. I grew up in a family like that too. <laughs> so my parents both spoke Polish. Oh. And so when they would talk to grandma and grandpa on the phone, mm-hmm. they would speak Polish. And You'd was be no, confused. Uh, yeah, they could they could have a conversation without me uh, <laughs> in the room, you know, and I wouldn't know what's going on because uh, I didn't learn Polish. But uh, yeah, what, uh, uh, hmm. What is your, what is, I want to go back to your grandpa, because I yes. know you talk about him all the time. Does he work, or does, did he work? Maybe no. grandpas are sometimes are retired and stuff? Yeah, no, he retired. He retired five years ago, and now he just, he's been, he comes here a lot, like, twice a year, and then we go to visit him, so he just, and then my other, one of my uncles, and I have a lot of uncles, he's in Australia, so sometimes he goes to visit him, too, so. So what did your grandpa do for work? Yeah, he used to he was he used to work in a hospital. Okay. He was a surgeon and then well first he used to work with my great grandpa in like the farms and stuff, but then he studied for like 10 years and then he became a surgeon. Wow, and so that's kind of like uh, is my the stereotype about Indians taking education mm-hmm. and schooling uh, very serious. Is that a is that a true stereotype? Like is that is that honest and yes. like some expectations and and have you experienced that some pressure to do good in school and plan for your future and get a good career and stuff? Yes. So most of the people are most of people in my family, they are like super serious about education and they're educated. So like it's to me also they just. Yeah, it's a kind of an expectation of the family. Yeah. And is that sometimes ever feel like pressure to you? Is that, or is that, okay? you know, are you glad for that expectation? Is it? Uh, yeah, I feel like sometimes I'm glad because like it pushes me to be serious, of course. But sometimes I just feel like, sometimes it gets too much and then I talk to my family about it, of course. And then they just like, they back off a little. They're understanding. Yeah, they're Because I imagine some families maybe wouldn't be like. Yeah. I'll be. I'll back off once you become a surgeon, like your grandpa, <laughs> yeah. or some kind of, uh, you know, trying to make a joke. But I mean, yeah. it might not be a joke, right? So, yeah. does school come easy to you? I know that English isn't your first language, mm-hmm. and school's in English, and sometimes I imagine that could be a hurdle. Yeah. So I've when I was in India, I feel like. Indian education is more harder because like they didn't even give us calculators or anything like math was hard science was hard but like when I came here it was more like general things like like cultural differences and all that that was different but like studying education is in general is easier here so yeah what are you gonna do next you're gonna you're gonna graduate yes in the spring and is there expectation to keep going to more schooling and more education yeah i'm planning to go to mcc for two years and then i'll transfer to michigan state and uh, are you going to figure out what you want to study or do you think or do you think you know what you want to study already i'm still deciding but most probably i'm going to be a therapist or like going to counseling and all like in that field well uh that's been a really popular field. A lot more people are talking about yeah. doing that. And I think there's this cultural shift, a little phenomenon mm-hmm. where uh, mental health and talking and seeing a therapist or a counselor uh, is uh, 
more common mm-hmm. or maybe it just appears more common because more people mm-hmm. are open to talking mm-hmm. about it. And I th- and uh, you mentioned that you were at a meeting today. Maybe this is a good time to talk about that. Yeah. So uh, CBT, do I have that yes. right? Tell me about CBT. Like what's it stand for and what it's do you do? Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. It's basically thinking, just taking our thoughts, like everyday thoughts that we have, normal thoughts, and just like explaining them kind of like where they come from or why did we think that it's like basically like trying to explain human behaviors and thoughts uh i don't want to be too personal Mm -hmm. but i'm not sure i understand Mm -hmm. is there some kind of example you could give me of uh what you know yeah so it's like it doesn't have to be your example you could be a friend of mine or whatever yeah it's like someone thinks like if I feel an exam, if I feel a test, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fail this class. I'm never going to graduate. And like, I'm going to be a failure in life. That's those thoughts. And like those kind of thoughts. Yes. So that I'm, th- I'm hearing like, a, like one example is a snowball. One bad thing could happen that leads to a whole yeah. bigger and worse bad things. Yeah. And that's, uh, and so, so, I mean, is the idea that we got to get past those thoughts or we replace those thoughts or we deal with those thoughts yeah like when you have, have those thoughts less often <laughs> like what's the yeah it's like it's like a bunch of coping skills like you can deep breathe you can think about like your surroundings muscle relaxation and then there's like an ice cube method you hold an ice cube in your hand and like just focus on it and it just distracts you from those thoughts and like a literal mi- ice, ice cube yes you're not imagining an ice we cube. we did that in <laughs> So last week you did that last week and yep. so uh so tell me more so there's a cbt group mm-hmm. when you meet and uh what's what's that like is it's who is there's an adult in there and, and uh yeah yeah so there's miss finnerty is hosting it basically. so people that might not listen that don't go to fruitport miss finnerty is one of our yeah. guidance counselors yes yeah. so she hosts it um she sent like a but like a form to kids like if they wanted to be in a small group and there's 11 or i don't know the exact number but there's like 10 or 11 kids in that group students and we basically talk about a lot of stuff there's homework we have to um like know our feelings throughout the week and it's really it's really fun it's really nice and you meet weekly yes and everyone's pretty welcoming and enjoys the time together yes and you do that during uh class time so you get pulled out of your yeah so it's every week thursday it's one of the hours it goes first hour and then second hour and third hour like that what's been the best part of being part of that group just like realizing that like it's not just me that's struggling with a lot of these thoughts it's a lot of people and similar thoughts but like sorry it's it's like similar, like the thoughts that I have, a lot of people have those thoughts. So it's there's some comfort in that you're not alone. Yeah. And yeah. Oh. Great. Anything else to talk about regarding that? Mm-hmm. So what, uh, how do you, uh, your parents are supportive of you being part of the group? Yes, they are. They want me to be in like more activities around the school and really like, in those groups and like talk to people socialize they want me to be out there good are there any other things you do around the school any clubs or anything i used to, i did cheer um this season in the fall season yes okay was that a fun experience yes it was tell me why um because like i don't really 
like that was my first cheer game like that was my cheer like football game that was my third football game i ever went to so you're a senior and you hadn't <laughs> been to many football games yeah. and you probably never cheerleaded before no and you joined as a senior well great yeah. how good for you for stepping into something new at a age where maybe <laughs> people wouldn't so yeah. what was uh yeah give me a couple highlights what was what was fun about being part of the cheerleading Just building relationships my coach coach coco she's the best coach <laughs> she's very nice and then like just with the team i met a lot, like i've i seen i see those people around the like hallways and stuff and like i actually got to know them a lot so that was that was really fun well, well not to be too serious but mm -hmm. i think there's research plenty of research out there that when students get involved with things in a school mm -hmm. school in general is just better Right? Yeah. So all of a sudden you're part of game board club mm -hmm. or you're part of cheerleading mm -hmm. or you join the school musical. Mm -hmm. That's fun. But then your hours one through five, <laughs> right? <laughs> your, you know, in lunchtime is more fun too. Yeah. And so I'm glad to hear that. And I hope that, uh, you know, more people will join more things and yeah. maybe the school district will find more money to hire people to, mm -hmm. you know, supervise and yeah. offer more things to students and, uh, that's a, I'm glad. So <laughs> what, uh, uh, well, maybe, uh, I mean, we've talked about a lot of serious things, but mm -hmm. you're smiling and so, uh, <laughs> so I hope it's okay. Uh, tell me what it's like to be Indian mm -hmm. at a school that maybe has a reputation of not being very diverse. I mean, are, yeah. are there any other Indian students at our school? Not here. There, there are. My cousins go to Calvary. Like they used to go to Calvary. Um, so you have but cousins, but they went to other schools in the yeah, area. Yeah. And there, we have a few Asian students, mm -hmm. and sometimes they're exchange students. <laughs> and we have some diversity. We certainly have social economic diversity, yes. but ethnic diversity is mm -hmm. is not a strength. I would say not of yeah. uh, Fruitport High School. What uh, What's it like? Has it been? You know? Is there, you know? You, were you able to make friends? And has yeah. there been awkward moments? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm just kind of. Yeah. yeah. So when I first came here, I used to think that like there's gonna be no one that's gonna like be like like me. I don't know. But um, like I was scared that people are gonna treat me differently. But like when I spent some time, like my first year here, I just didn't talk to anyone. But what, when I what grade was that? Your first year at Fruitport? Sophomore. I was tenth grade. Tenth grade. Oh, yes. so not too long ago. And you were very shy. Yeah. On, or okay. I didn't participate in like any activities. I just went to school, went to home, and just, like, stayed there for the entire time. I didn't really talk to a lot of people. I didn't talk in class. But, um, like, when I realized that people are not making fun of me, people are not, like, treating me differently or anything, then I started talking to more people, talking in class, and, like, being more out there, I guess. So it took a little while to feel comfortable, and, yeah. and maybe that relates to some of the stuff you were talking about, the thoughts inside your <laughs> head that you have. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, anything else to talk, you know, about what... Do people ever ask you, like, you know, about Indian culture or what your family does? Yeah. Well, most of people don't because, like, they don't know, really know me. So, like, it makes sense that they're scared or, like, not really sure if they should ask me. But the people who do ask me, they're just curious in general. And, like, it's just nice to talk about it. And they're interested. So, that's oh, good. <laughs> what I heard, did you have a sister that had a wedding 
yes. in the last, last year or something. Yeah, last year, January. So in like Hollywood movies, <laughs> right? Uh, I, I enjoyed, I watched, uh, what was the, the show on Netflix? Never Have I Ever. <laughs> I watched that show and they bring a lot of Indian culture That's like really that. stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, like almost too stereotypical, yeah. yeah. But uh, they had the big wedding celebration and, mm-hmm. you know, one of the episodes. And is that, is that something that your family got to do? Yeah, so we did, um, they had two weddings. They got, they get they got married once here in like the christian ceremony and then in india they got married with like hindu ceremony for all our friends in india and it was a big wedding (laughs) it was really did you go to both yes it was my sister well i don't know i mean it is on the other side of the planet how long how how hard is it to travel to india um it's well, it's like a 16-hour flight, yes. so <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. But like, if you have a visa, and like, I can. Thank so you. the paperwork's not too challenging or anything. You know? Well, once you have your papers, it's not that challenging. That's what I mean. Once you have your papers, but yeah, I have my citizenship test next year, so. Oh well, well let's, <laughs> let's come back to that. Talk about <laughs> that. Um, so uh, all right. So and was it? I mean, the weddings, big weddings with the yeah, colorful a, dresses. Yeah, it was and a big the, wedding. Yeah. So I grew up in a town that was very ethnically diverse. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got to go to a number of, you know, a number of my friends were Indian. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, but I, I'm sorry that I won't remember, but uh, is there something like equivalent to like a sweet 16 that's kind of popular in Indian culture? Um, I feel like I've been to a couple, it almost seemed like a banquet more than just a birthday party for some of that. Is that? Uh, yeah. So I think it's when they turn 21. 21 maybe. Yes. Because that's like the age for guy, like men or boys to like get married. That's the legal age. Mm-hmm. 18 for girls and 21 for Okay, so the ones I'm thinking about were mm-hmm. friends of mine from high school, so it must have been when they turned 18, and yeah. they were definitely girls, right? Yeah. And so we had that, and, and they had those special dances and all yeah. that stuff, and it was, yeah, we kind of okay. put on our suits like we were going <laughs> to a wedding and stuff. Yeah, it's so. a big thing. They do it to, like, it's it symbolizes, like, stepping into adulthood. Yeah, like, like is it the same thing, like, uh, Jewish people with the bar mitzvah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so are you 18? Have you, Did you get to have something like this? I'm 16. You're six, Wait, you're a senior in 16? Yeah. So you're young for your grade. Yes, I'm young. But, but maybe when you turn 18, there will be some kind of yeah, party were, for your family. Yeah, there was, it was for my sister, so there should be for me. Great. So tell me about the citizenship. So you have a citizenship test coming. Mm-hmm. Is that because you hit a certain age and you could tr- take a citizenship test? Or is that because you've been here in a certain number, like length of time, that makes you eligible to apply for citizenship? Or? Yeah, so you have to apply um, when you're, like when you've spent... I have a green card, so you have to apply when, I don't really know if this is right or wrong, but like from what I know, you have to spend like five years in America having a green card, um, and then after that you can apply for your citizenship. And for me, um, in New York, like you have to, after you apply, there's like a big like line of people like for me in New York, it, I was like way more behind. Like I would have my citizenship test when I turned like 25 or something. But when I came here, there's not a lot of people who are... Oh, the line shorter if you're a Michigan resident. Yeah. With a green card. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So like when I came here, now I take it next month. So that's scary. 
My parents, uh, uh, my mom uh, remembers when mm-hmm. she took her citizenship test because right? I'm, uh, I'm the first one in my family born in America. My parents are immigrants uh, mm-hmm. and they remember getting taken a day off of school mm-hmm. and going down to the courthouse. And, mm-hmm. and uh, well, maybe I'm not sure if it's citizenship te- test, but is there like a citizenship oath or something? Is yeah, there yeah, kind yeah. Of, uh, some kind of you know, yeah, ceremony, so when, yeah. and, you, and you become citizen, you know, citizenized. Yeah, you so when you pass citizen. the test and, yeah. like, you have you have all the, uh, like, the requirements mm-hmm. done, they give you, like, your passport, they give you a small flag. Like, my mom and dad went to that. I went to when they got citizenship. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a word for it, probably. But, like, they make you take the oath and the the anthem. Yeah, and, and there's some official or judge that kind yeah. of uh, oversees it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. I, I hope that's a, uh, yeah, a memorable experience and <laughs> goes well. And I, I know it. you get I know you get nervous about <laughs> tests. I, I hope you do just fine. So ready mm-hmm. to ask our famous last question. But uh, yeah. was there anything else that we were hoping we would talk about we didn't get to? No. <laughs> okay. Well, then uh, I'm really uh, really appreciate you sharing everything mm-hmm. you shared. And we always end our uh, podcast with the same question: What's uh, What's some advice you want to give? You have this microphone and people <laughs> will listen and uh, share something that uh, you think other people would be benefit from hearing. Never be afraid to say no and never be afraid to say yes. Because like, that's something that I used to struggle with. Because like, I never said no. Because like, what if, like, I used to be a people pleaser like most people are in high school. So like, I'd never said no to anything. Because like, what if they like start not liking me (laughs) and then I used to say yes because like what if I say no and they're like why do you not want to do that and like never be afraid to like voice your opinions and never be afraid to show people what you who you are processing (laughs) this don't be afraid to say no it sounds like you know be confident and know yourself and yeah yeah, don't have to say no just because you feel like you have to or say yes you have to like never be afraid ashamed of who you are basically yeah i like it <laughs> good advice so well prisha i uh, i don't know if i'll ever meet to meet to meet your grandpa <laughs> but uh knowing that he travels here and you travel mm-hmm. there and hearing you uh, your special relationship uh mm-hmm. i would uh, edit, i hope i bump into him sometime <laughs> and thanks a lot for being part of the share share podcast good luck with the rest of your senior year thank you thanks a lot for having me <laughs> that's it for this week's episode of the share chair podcast Follow us on Instagram, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time.